Thank you, Mike. Uh, Thank you for letting me be here today. I am very happy to to see what I uh, um, heard about a lot. In the, it was the church in Choctaw, Oklahoma. And uh, I'll tell you some things about Mike. Um, I got good stories, but I but I won't give you that kind of stuff. But uh, he was a good mentor for me uh, in in that time of my life, and uh, we. Uh, uh, during the most productive years of, I think, our lives, I mean, I can't say that for you, but for me, it was amazing um, what the Lord accomplished through that church. Um, it was a, long, a, a lot of hours and a lot of way, ways being away from your home and family, but it worked, and it was beautiful. And so I'm just glad to be here. The one thing that I will tell you about uh, Mike uh, is he has a beautiful wife. So, and that's the best thing uh, about that. I love this. I love this couple and their family. You know, in my my lesson uh, uh, today, uh, it kind of take a little turn uh, last night uh, when... um, Mike and Lee's told me about what happened in your community on Friday. And just, it's just amazing, amazing thing to me in a community for something like that on a day, you know, Friday night, it's, it's the big, it's the big night, right? And, and something like that would happen. And I'm saddened by the tragedy that has happened to your community. But what I heard after that, the outpouring of people, calling people, praying for people, uh, uh, your your neighbors, your friends, the people that you've known for a long time, I'm sure. Uh, this is exactly then what, what I need to, to preach on today. You are an influential congregation of God's people. And what I mean by that is being an influencer for Christ is something that we should all strive uh, to be, being an influencer. You ever heard that word influencer? You know, it's, it's it, basically, you know, how I got that word, you know, was through, look, you know, if you look at uh, YouTube and you, you see people make fools of themselves and they call themselves, uh, they call themselves uh, influencers. I don't know what they're trying to influence, but usually it's, it's pretty crass and pretty uh, wrong. But we are to be those people that influence people for Christ. And I had to learn this. I had to grow up learning this. And I just, just want to tell you about where we need to go today. This morning I want us to talk about, if we're going to be influencers for Christ, we need to uh, talk about and, and believe the biblical values and the principles and the, and the morals that we are to live by in full view of people. In that way, we, that way we, we influence them. These values and principles and morals, they're a part of our lives. And, but the hard thing about all of this is that it, 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 it's filled with decisions that we have to make. Decisions about our life, what we do, where we go, what we, we, what we will do, what we will never do. And the lessons will help us. Uh, make all those decisions in a right way. So here's a lesson that I learned. 
This is the first time that I really had to step up um, as a Christian, as far as I can tell, 20 years old. I was 20 years old, and it was the first day of a new job. Now, my wife and I were just married. This is uh, in the olden days, uh, 1983. And Karen and I were just married, and I just accepted a youth ministry position that came with no pay. So back in the olden days, you know, you didn't, if you were a youth minister, you really didn't get paid. So I had to have a, I had to have a, a day job. I needed this day job. And so I got a job as a shipping manager. Right? Easy enough. On the very first day of my first uh, job as a married man trying to support my wife, uh, on the very first day on this new job um, where I was working, um, in the loading bay, the UPS driver backs his big brown truck up the ramp, and he wanted to ask or he wanted to see the new guy. I was the new guy. So he asked for the new guy, and then he pulled me aside um, you know, from my, my uh, um, other people that I work with, and he asked me if, he, uh, if I would be interested in buying from him alcohol and other quality items that he just somehow found. So what I found out here was... Uh, he ran a black market business out of the back of his big brown truck. And he wanted to know if I wanted to buy something. Okay, now, that's, that's the story. Well, there's more to it. Now, my mama told me one day I was going to have to make decisions like a Christian man one day. I know, you know, I have a wonderful Christian mother. She made a lot of decisions for me, but she uh, wanted me to make my own decisions, obviously. So my mama told me one day I would have to make these choices on my own. So here I am. I'm in the situation where I'm either going to stand or fall, be an influencer or be influenced. What would you think is the best thing, to be influenced or the influencer? So with my, co- my co-worker standing right beside me, uh, I, just said, I just said to him, no, no thanks, no thanks. That's all I said. But then the UPS guy said this, what, are you a Catholic or something? And so I don't, that was a hard one. I, was, I said, no, I'm just a Christian. I'm just a Christian. That was my answer. Now here's the point. On day one, I identified myself. On day one with all these people, I didn't even know. I haven't worked with them because it was like 8 o'clock in the morning. I just got there. I identified myself. There was no turning back. And the, and the UPS driver, his name was Sal. I remember that. Um, Sal was there. Uh, Jerome was there. Steve was there. My two co-workers. My new boss uh, that I just met just a few minutes ago. They knew that I was a Christian. I took the shot and I had to say what I had to say. And I'm glad I did. They knew that I was a Christian. They knew that I would stand on Christian values that I believed in. And they knew that there were lines that I was not going to cross. 
Now, I look back then, I'm not saying it as, I'm saying it confidently now, but I didn't feel confident back then, you know, even though I I did those things and, and said those things. But here's the important thing that I learned. The most important thing was that I knew that they would always remember that day what I said and who I claimed to be. And so I knew I would always have to walk with integrity in this job, work with integrity from then on. So what does the Bible say, though? What does God say? What does God want us to, uh, to, to, to be in situations like this? Listen to the word of God. Now, I'm going to tell how that if I mess this up, just go back to the, 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 the first one and we'll bail this. All right. I'm pushing the, my, uh, the, my own buttons. In my congregation, uh, they never let me touch anything with a button, ever, ever. I mess it up. This is what the word of God says. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 9. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Walking with integrity And then the Proverbs tell us uh, later on, better is a poor man, better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Now, when I see those, that, that, that string of words right there, walking with integrity, it is the way you live, it is what you project, it is what you do, what you will never do, what you say, uh, say, and then live by what you say, right? So here's the thing. We must stand up for biblical values. Biblical values, if we are going to be the people that, that are the, the influencers of our communities. And so if we believe these values, we talk about them, never being ashamed of them, and we demonstrate them in front of people, uh, like at school and work, or in public, or online, or even in the church, even when we're assembled, then we will be influencers for Christ. Now what does it mean to be an influencer? Influencers shape things. They shape and change people's hearts, their their minds, their lives. Now, for us, we do that for Christ. We do that for Jesus by our faith, by our love, and uh, and you have to have this one and with the Word of God. And when we do this, and it, this is what we want to be. We have to walk with integrity. So what does a, what does a influencer for Christ look like? What does it look like? Boom, there it goes. Um, let's, let, let's let Jesus tell us, all right? Beautiful reading that we had today. Jesus put it this way. Matthew chapter 14, verses six, uh, 14 through 16. Matthew 5. You are the light of the world. You have something to shine. Something that people can see. Something that we can, you know, you can, with the people that you are around, they will have something to to judge you by. And so you are the light of the world. A city on a hidden cannot be, uh, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. It can never, ever be hidden. We cannot hide these things. They're meant to be made 
open. So neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And I'm going to just key on that word, everyone. It's one thing to light our light and and have our candle around us. We're all lights. It should be glaring in here, right? Uh, but it's the people that we, that you don't see a lot, or your neighbors, or people at school, whatever it, uh, whatever it is. Now, the point of all of this is that when we uh, do this, there are two things that happen. The two things that happen, they will see your good deeds. Deeds, deeds. It's not just about words. It's about how you act, what you produce, what you do, what you say. And uh, how you um, live your life in full view of people. And so they will see your good deeds, uh, deeds and you don't get the praise, then an influencer for Christ, uh, Christ will, uh, um, it, it's all for God, right? What does it say? Praise your Father who is in heaven. Now, let's see this in action. Three years later, three years later at the, the Sermon on the Mount, Peter and John found out that shining their light was going to be a challenge. Have you ever found that out yourself? Shining your light is a challenge. Now, what I mean by that is not everyone will praise God because of you or, or what you do. I mean, those good deeds. I mean, we like them. We, we say amen to all these things. But not everybody, right? Not everyone will praise God and... Uh, just like us, uh, there are going to be times when people just don't want to see or hear our light and our words. So this is what happened. They let their light shine in the temple. What a perfect place to shine it, right? They shined the light in the temple by healing a man who couldn't walk. This good deed that they did. A man could not walk and they healed him. But then they had the audacity to say out loud for everyone to hear that uh, Jesus was the only way to be saved. Now, that did not go over well. Now, what was the, what was the, the outcome of this? Acts chapter 4 and verse 13, it tells us what happened after the, this incident. So the Jewish, um, the Jewish uh, religious leaders saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Now, I like this. I, I mean, I, I really do like this. This is what I want. This is what I want for me, for my family, for my congregation, for, for the body of Christ. This is what we should want. We should be that Jesus, those Jesus people, that Jesus God. That's what I wanted to be, that Jesus guy. They took note that these men had been with Jesus. Now listen, we need to be those people. In this place, in San Diego, Wherever you're from, wherever you go, where you work, where you go to school, whatever it is, we need to be known as those Jesus people. I want you to think about something. Do people know you are a Christian? 
If you live in a small town, you know, everybody knows a lot about everybody else. I, I get it. I mean, my first preaching job was, uh, was uh, in Rotan, Texas, Fisher County, Texas, uh, with 900, or no, 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 1,995 people. Um, I walked in that place. I didn't, even, uh, I didn't even get my truck to the parsonage, and people, everybody knew that I, what my name was. That was crazy. I, didn't, I didn't never thought that would happen. That, but the point on that is, is do they know not your name, but who you are? Who you are. Would they be surprised if they heard that you go to church? Do people get mixed messages from you? Or do you, are you straight with, with what you say and what you believe? Do your actions reflect your, uh, the, the biblical values that we find in the life of Christ and uh, the Bible? Are you embarrassed ever to stand up for biblical truth? That's a hard one. It really is. But we can never be, never be embarrassed for the truth of the Bible. And especially now with all the hot button issues. There's a lot of those now. All you got to do is watch the news and, or, you know, go on YouTube and look at the influencers. And uh, there's a lot of things like that. And so it's important. The influence of godly values and their impact on the lives of people is what we are all about. Influencing and impacting people. So biblical values, then, are not just beliefs we hold. They are messages we send. Your life, your words, your integrity, the way you walk. Walk means life. When it's in the Bible, it talks about our walk all the time. All that means is your life. And so we are sending messages. So some of the messages are like, um, do I take God seriously? Do I take the Bible seriously? Uh, Are the the words of the Bible just conditional? Or are they right all the time because they are from God? So when someone hears then, I'll I'll give you some of the hot button issues uh, that, that we have to look at today. When someone hears my definition on how to be saved, you wouldn't think that would be a hot-button issue, but it certainly is uh, 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 a lot of the time. Uh, And what about if someone finds out that I am pro-life or pro-marriage as God defines it or that boys are boys and girls are girls? Listen, I'm sending messages when I stand for the Bible and the principles and the morals and, and all these things that, that, that make us who we uh, make us who we are. So having biblical values uh, will determine some things. They will determine what I will say and uh, how I will say it, or what I will do and what I will never do. When I live by biblical values, um, it will determine the place where I'll go or where I will never go. It will dictate the line that I will never, ever cross. And so that's why these, the values that we get and the morals and the teachings that we have from the Lord in the Bible are so, uh, so important. Our values define um, who we are by who we follow. We follow Christ, live like Christ, and uh, we walk with Christ. That sounds like disciples, doesn't it, to you? 
That's who we are. That's what we're supposed to be. So how we communicate our values does matter. And here's some ways. Uh, We will be more influential if we speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Now, the reason this is so important is we have a, a, we have a, a beautiful, you know, you know, a beautiful story to tell. And it has to be done in love. And we will be more uh, influential if we are not mean or if we're not, um, you know, harsh about things. So listen to what the Proverbs say. Proverbs 15, verse 9. A gentle answer turns away wrath, right? You know that. But a harsh word stirs up anger. So are we going to turn away wrath and, 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 and you know, help people just kind of tone it down a little bit? Or are we going to stir people to anger? Now, you know which one is right. So now, and here's, the, here's the truth about this. We won't convince everyone. I hate that. I can't convince everyone. I want to. I'll try to. I I don't convince everybody. And we may be called a hater. There's one of those words. A hater for standing up for biblical uh, truth. We might uh, get canceled. There's another crazy word. Uh, Canceled. We have nothing to do with you. We're not friends. You know, whatever. And uh, that, uh, that, that can happen. But it doesn't matter. Because if we follow the word, then we have been true to the values of Christ and the word of Christ and and the value of love, especially, right? So keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. Jesus did it perfectly. Did he not? Didn't he? He did it perfectly. But the truth is, we won't. We won't. We can't. No one ever has. And this is why we need a whole lot of grace to walk in his steps. I love it that, that his brother James, who didn't even believe in Jesus until after the resurrection, wrote this. James 4, 6. He gives us more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And if we walk this integrity walk... Uh, with humility, we're going to get further down the road and be influencing uh, more and more people. So let's talk about these values for a minute. Values. The values are real. But there are certain things that make them real where people will get it. Values, the biblical values are real when they are first constant. Constant. Uh, Malachi 3.6, I, the Lord, do not change. We need to be like our Father, right? We don't change God's values. God's values are timeless since he is timeless. And we must hold on to them and live by them all the time. Be constant in those biblical values. They're also, they're, um, the values are real when they are passionate are you passionate about the Bible, passionate about the word, passionate about Jesus? Uh, does it just get you going? Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> you know, it's important to us, right? It should be passionate. This is why in first, uh, um, Psalm 119 says, I seek you with all my heart. That is with everything that you have. 
Do not let me stray from your commands. We have to hold on to them, right? Stay with them. And I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Now, what I take from that is God's values shape our thinking, our motives, our actions, our words, and our convictions. And when we are so convicted and passionate, then we can help other people see it. There's one more. Values are real when they are biblical. Now, I shouldn't even have to say that, but um, I get paid to say that. No, it's, no. it's true. It has to be said. Biblical. I love this passage. 1 Corinthians 4, 6. Learn from us the meaning of the saying, do not go beyond what is written. When we stay with the word of God, uh, and live by it and, and, and speak it with love and, and without harshness or, or things like that. We are going to do so much better. Biblical values have the, uh, the, the credibility. The credibility only uh, when they come from the word. Our credibility is, comes from the Bible. Now let's finish this with what happened to Peter and uh, the rest of the apostles during this time. What did we see? They were told to stop talking about Jesus. What would you do? And when they didn't, they were arrested. Would you go through that? And if they kept on, they were threatened, and they were they were threatened. They were jailed. They were beaten then for their faith in Christ and God's values and God's word and their courage for speaking up uh, when they were ordered to shut up. And so they did the right thing. They walked with integrity and they were the influencers of their age. So here's the action. uh, Acts 4, 19 through 20. Judge, this is what uh, uh, Peter said. Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God. For we cannot help speak, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. We need to speak up and not be ashamed. We just I just cannot stop talking about Christ. I just cannot stop. And when we, we have that, that, that attitude, we will be the influencers even when it hurts, even when it's hard. Acts chapter 5, uh, it gets a little harder. Acts five twenty eight and 29. We gave you, these same Jewish um, leaders, we gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, he said. Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teachings. Let me stop there. Have you filled your community with Jesus and the truth about Jesus and biblical truth and and the gospel? You see, that's what they're trying to do. And they even said it. Listen, you have uh, what you're, you're teaching. Everybody knows it. We should be that way. And uh, are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the other apostles replied, I think that. Thing that sounds, they all said it together. We must obey God rather than men. We must, we must obey God rather than people. So the more we read 
And the more we, we listen, the more we learn, the more we hear the word of God, and then we put it into practice, um, we will have the courage to do what is right all the time in, uh, and, and do everything in God's sight, right? In all things, yeah? In all times, at all times, teaching the truth in love and having no, um, less pride and more humility in, in how we do it, if this will happen, if this, we, if this is what we do, we will be the influencers. So the Bible says, do what is right and good in Lord's sight so that it may go well with you. If you do whatever I command you and walk in my ways and do what is right in my eyes by keeping my statutes and commands, I will be with you. Blessed are they who maintain justice and constantly do what is right. Uh, Constantly, constantly, constantly. So folks, listen, make God's values yours. Make those values something you live by. Don't keep it to yourself. Um, Spread it around. Use it. It, you, you just think of what you can do and think about the things that, you know, you're, when you're, uh, it did, that didn't work well. Just keep on. Make God's values your values and then you will be the influencer for Christ, not the influenced in other ways. So, folks, I, I know that, that at the end of a sermon, you want an invitation. And I love giving an invitation. Because I only invite people to to things that I uh, really, really think are important. And first of all is uh, you are invited to be prayed for if you need something uh, that's on your heart, something's in your life, and you need prayers of this church, these elders. uh, And if you need to be prayed for, please, please um, come down and give them the card or tell them what you need. The other thing I feel very passionate about is that if you, uh, if you need something, need something in your life, and you need, or you, you need help in some way, this is the place to go. God's people, this is what we're here for. But the most important thing is, is you can't be an influencer for Christ until he influences you. This might be the day that you, that you make the move and become a disciple of Christ to confess his name, confess who he is, confess your sins, and have your sins washed away in baptism. God will bless you with his Holy Spirit and give you a life of being the influencer in your community. So as we sing this song, uh, if you have any needs, just come forward and uh, the elders will talk to you.